Today is the 20th day of January, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Send out your light and your truth, that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Lord, open our lips, and your mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Psalm for the Twentieth Day Evening Prayer, Psalm 104. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord my God, how excellent is your greatness! You are clothed with majesty and splendor. You wrap yourself with light as with a cloak, and spread out the heavens like a curtain. You lay the beams of your chambers into the waters above. You make the clouds your chariot. You ride on the wings of the wind. You make the winds your messenger and flames of fire your servants. You have set the earth upon its foundations so that it never shall move at any time. You covered it with the deep as with a mantle. The water stood higher than the mountains. At your rebuke they fled. At the voice of your thunder they hastened away. They went up into the hills and down to the valleys beneath, to the places you have appointed for them. You set the limits that they should not pass, that they shall not again cover the earth. You send the springs into the valleys, they flow between the mountains. All the beasts of the field drink their fill from them, and the wild beasts quench their thirst. Beside them the birds of the air make their nests and sing among the branches. You water the mountains from your dwelling on high. The earth is fully satisfied by the fruits of your works. You make grasses grow for flocks and herds and plants to serve humanity, that they may bring forth food from the earth and wine is to gladden our hearts, oil to make a cheerful countenance and bread to strengthen the heart. The trees of the Lord are full of sap the cedars of Lebanon, which he planted, in which the birds build their nests, and in whose top the stork makes his dwelling. The high hills are a refuge for the mountain goats, and the stony cliffs for the rock badgers. You appointed the moon to mark the seasons, and the sun knows the time of its setting. You make darkness that it might be night, in which all the beasts of the forest prowl. The lion roar at their prey and seek their food from God. 
The sun rises and they slip away and lay themselves down in their dens. Man goes forth to his work and to his labor unto the evening. O Lord, how manifold are your works! In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Yonder is the great and wide sea with its living things too much to number, creatures both small and great. There moves the ships, and there is that Leviathan, which you have made for the sport of it. All of them look to you to give them their food in due season. You give it to them, they gather it. You open your hand and they are filled with good things. You hide your face and they are terrified. You take away their breath and they die and return to their dust. You send forth your spirit and they are created, and so you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in all his works. He looks at the earth and it trembles. He touches the mountains and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will praise my God while I have my being. May these words of mine please him. I will rejoice in the Lord. Let sinners be consumed out of the earth, and the wicked be no more. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. And fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up to the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling and singleness of heart as you obey Christ, not only while being washed and in order to please them, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Render service with enthusiasm as to the Lord and not to men and women, knowing that whatever good we do, we will receive the same again from the Lord, whether we are slaves or free. And masters, do the same to them. Stop threatening them, for you know that both of you have the same master in heaven, and with him there is no partiality. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham 
and his children forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark. On that day, when the evening had come, Jesus said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with him in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with them. A great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased, and there was a dead calm. He said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Splendor and honor and kingly power are yours by right, O Lord our God, for you created everything that is, and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain, for with your blood you have redeemed for God, from every family, language, people, and nation, a kingdom of priests to serve our God. And so to him who sits upon the throne, and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore. A reading for the Friday in the second week of Epiphany. This is from a homily of John Chrysostom, Bishop of Constantinople, in the year 407. This one just person can teach all of us to trust in an eternal reward, knowing as we do the generosity of our merciful Lord, to face up readily to the tests of virtue, and to undertake, in the glad hope of recompense, all the seeming hardships and difficult tasks of life. Abraham, I urge you to note this carefully, made good use of his native talent and the knowledge that is inborn in our nature. Consequently, though he had no exterior teacher and was raised by pagan parents, God sought him out and appeared to him. In his early years, he did not adopt his parents' erroneous ways, but lived piously before God and thus merited the divine visitation while he was still in Mesopotamia. St. Stephen stresses this point when he says, the God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was still in Mesopotamia and before he settled in Haran. Did you notice how the vision caused him to move to a new place? It is likely that even as he was deeply pious toward God, he also revered his parents, 
and that his love won his father to him and caused the latter, out of love for his son in return, to leave his native land and dwell in a foreign place. When they reached Haran, they pitched their tents there. After Terah, Abraham's father, had died, God again commanded Abraham to depart. Go forth from the land of your kinsfolk and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Since they had come to Haran with all their kinsfolk and household, God could say in his command to Abraham, from your land and from your kinsfolk, thus indicating that he should journey alone without his brother Nahor or anyone else from your land, because they had lived there quite some time and regarded the country as their native soil. Though still mourning his parents, and though the difficulties of the journey were great, Abraham was quick to obey the Lord, despite the fact that he did not know where the journey would end. Go forth, the Lord said, not to this or that country, but to a land that I will show you. Yet, Though the order was indefinite, Abraham inquired no further, but carried it out. Abraham thus showed his religious spirit in every way, even to the point of undertaking this journey. Consequently, once he had reached Palestine and entered Canaan, God appeared to him, intending to deepen Abraham's enthusiasm and to extend aid. God said to him, to your descendants I will give this land. God also straightway promised Abraham what he most intensely desired, heirs of his own, and thus rewarded him for the great toils he had endured. Inasmuch as nature had deprived him of children and his advanced years forbade him to expect them now, God's promise stirred his eager servant to new heights and gave him the eagerness of youth as he faced new struggles. Here ends the reading. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Save your people, O Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went up not to joy, but first he suffered pain and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated unto you. And then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hardwood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth your hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen. Accept, O Lord, our thanks and praise for all that you have done for us. We thank you for the splendor of the whole creation, for the beauty of this world, for the wonder of life, and for the mystery of love. We thank you for the blessing of family and friends and for the loving care which surrounds us on every side. We thank you for setting us at tasks which demand our best efforts and for leading us to accomplishments which satisfy and delight us. We thank you also for those disappointments and failures that lead us to acknowledge our dependence on you alone. Above all, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, for the truth of his word and for the example of his life, for his steadfast obedience by which he overcame temptation, for his dying through which he overcame death, and for his rising to life again, in which we are raised to the life of your eternal kingdom. Grant us the gift of your Spirit, that we may know Christ and make him known, and through him, at all times and in all places, may give thanks to you in all things. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>